hi. Oh, hi. What's up, you guys? Hello, it's me, Algus, a.k.a. Ava, a.k.a. Alval, a.k.a. The Wonder Kid herself, a.k.a. Flower Girl, a.k.a. Flower Girl Child, a.k.a. The Stool Jumper, a.k.a. The Stool Wrangler, a.k.a. Optimus Shark, a.k.a. Whiteout, a.k.a. White Lightning, a.k.a. Brown Thunder, a.k.a. <laughs> Hi, everyone. It's me, Alval. Um, welcome to another episode of Podgus. And guess who's on a one-way train to Don't Care Town, USA? Population, moi. That's right, it's, it's a French town in Quebec, where they speak French. Population, un, un, moi. Um, you guys, I'm so loosey-goosey, hair in a bun, messy bun. Basic makeup. I'm wearing an old, old, old tank top. I'm not gonna show you my bra, but you can you can see there's there's holes all up in it. <laughs> Where are these holes? Look, giant hole <laughs> right there. I'm wearing, <coughs> I'm wearing old clothes from way back in my high school boy days. Because I'll tell you why, um, and I'll tell you also why this episode came late, is because I'm on the other side of my special taping. That's it. It happened this weekend. It's over and done with. Friday and Saturday. Saturday, sold out show. Friday, almost. Almost. Didn't have to tell you that. Didn't have to tell you that. I'm a little embarrassed now. But that's okay. because. You can guarantee I'm the realest one there ever was. And I've been saying that. I've Osama been saying. Okay? I've been saying that since episode one. I don't need to douse my face in makeup to do a podcast. I'm chilling in my room, bitch. I'm chilling. And you know what? I'm in vacation mode. You know, like de Depeche mode? I'm in vacation mode right now. Do I know any of their songs? I don't know any of their songs. But I'm a vacash mode. And uh, I'm recording this of the Tuesday post um, taping. And God, gee willikers, gee whiz, uh, Boo Radley, I am, I feel so weightless. I feel like a great weight has been lifted off my shoulders. And, um... Yeah, I feel the rumbles of stress brewing about the fuck. I gotta write a new hour. That that's it. I gotta retire a bunch of those jokes and start anew. Which I don't really have to have to. I can still like enjoy a transition phase. Oh <gasps> Did I mean that? Did I mean that pun? We'll never know. I'm gonna, uh, there's gonna be a transition of material phase. I'm not just gonna throw it all out and start fresh. I don't have that kind of recklessness. And a, a lot of the material is actually fairly new that I wrote. <laughs> Some of the bits are like only a couple months old and they came together so quickly and I'm so proud of them. And that's why I ran an hour 20 both nights. I did an hour 20 minutes. I was afraid I would even reach an hour. And here I am doing an hour 20 because in my warm-up shows, I didn't account for room-busting laughter sustained until a fortnight. Room-busting, fortnight-lasting laughter. Long, long laughs. Long laughs. Big laughs, long laughs. Like Moby Dick laughs. Big and long. Um... Fuck yeah, man. What an experience. Where do I begin? Um, where do I even begin? Uh, I was stressed. I'll, I'll start there. So check it out. Um, because 
you because of the frump frump brigade colonel frump brigade over here appearance of mine and my nonchalance and my don't care about doing doing myself up or wearing uh good clothes for y'all at attitude um i earned this okay i've been working osama been working so hard for so long and um I've really earned a little staycation. It's not so much a vacation, it's a staycation. So this is the first bit of work that I've done since Saturday. And uh, let me tell you, no offense, but I want to go back to playing video games. <laughs> I don't want to do this anymore. But, but, <laughs> I'm being real with you. My friends, my fans, my family. Um, God, I can't wait to show everybody. It's going to be fucking amazing. It's going to be awesome. I'm counting on it, making some waves, a wave or two. Is that too much to fucking ask? I know I live in Canada and it's, uh, and it's depressing. It is devastatingly depressing how little attention we get from America. They don't even glance our way to be like, you know? The industry down there doesn't even bother being like, hey, um, what if there's one good person in Canada? They just ignore our entire country, even though we've provided them so many legends in comedy. Canadian comedy is undeniable. Our best is our best. Our best is the best. I'm just going to say it. And I'm not saying I'm the best. But I'm uh, pretty good. I'm worth a glance. Come on, America. Come on already. You know? Look outside yourself. I know it's very hard. But look outside to the Great White North. Especially, let's, especially because, and I don't read too much into this, but you guys need uh, some good trans comedians. You need a couple more. Not saying there are none. Just saying. You could use someone like me. Please. Please. Um. But anyways. Streskis. Oh my goodness. I was um. Doing as many gigs as I possibly could. But they were all shorter sets. I couldn't uh. I hadn't scheduled a lot of hour-long sets where I could run the whole thing in its entirety with the intent that I had to create a narrative. Um, I don't want to. I don't want to give too much away. I so badly want to talk about it, but I won't give anything away. But I'll tell you this: <clears throat> it is about time that I stepped up my professional game. I think that's probably why no one's looking my way, is because I give everything away for free. And I don't, and I don't, and I don't brand and market myself like, I don't, I don't like calling you guys my fans. You know what I mean? If that makes sense. Even calling my fans, my fans feels so cocky and pretentious, but then calling them my friends feels disingenuous. But at the same time, I'm more comfortable calling you the viewer, even if I've never met you before. I'm more comfortable calling you my friend than my fan. Because who the fuck am I in the end? You know, who the fuck are we all? But I got fans. Osama been getting fans. Okay? So I think it's time that I started uh, doing some professional things. Stuff like... Um, Procuring this fan here because I'm it's boiling hot. It's hotter than a hotter than an army trenchman's bunions. Um hotter than a footballer's bunion. That's what I should say. Does any of that make sense? Uh, who's got hot bunions? Hotter than a surfer's bunions. <laughs> <sighs> Are bunions even really that hot? Anyways. Um, focus camera. Hey, what's going on here? There we go. 
so yeah, I was nervous about this set. Um, I was. I wanted I wanted things to be a certain format, and knowing me and how much I improvise, um, I I knew that there was going to be there might be some continuity issues between the two sets because I filmed two different sets. Uh, not different. I filmed I filmed the special over two nights, a Friday and a Saturday night, trying to do the same material, and then pick the better of the two. And, uh, yeah, you know, um, I, uh, so it was, it was, it's hard, like, taking the culmination of my career's work. I haven't put out a special in 17 years. I've been doing stand-up for 17 years. I did one special. I told you guys all about it. I think in the last episode where, um, I hired an alcoholic in the middle of a, complete uh meltdown and so he took all my money and ran away and gave me absolute shit he gave me such shit you sent an email i opened the email i said what is this shit this is absolute garbage it's unusable i cannot use this i cannot put it on youtube but um years later here i am uh fuck yeah I could do all my thank yous, but I posted those on social media, man. Comedy Bar is the best. Toronto is a fucking outstanding city. I'm so proud that I got to do this here. I fucking, I smashed, and I can't wait for you guys to see it. Um, there's going to be so, there's a bunch of improv in there. I hope they're going to keep it. If they don't, I will be able to uh, slice it up and do a million little TikToks and post those. Post the bloopers, the outtakes. There weren't even outtakes. There's just, there's an abundance between the two sets. I did a hundred, I did an hour, 20 minutes, both nights, which holy shit, you know, didn't even Moby Dick laughs. Didn't under, didn't know that I was going to get Moby Dick laughs. Didn't factor that into the timing of things. But on top of that, both nights, um, I had different crowd work experience and improv moments, funny laughs that I commented on. There is a lot of extra improv material, like a solid 20 extra minutes. So um, I did like an hour 45 of, of, of original material. <laughs> um, and I can't wait to show you guys. It's amazing. I, I know I said that calling uh, uh, you guys my fans feels pretentious to me, but I'm going to have to start doing that. I'm going to have to start doing that because it is what it is. And they are what they are. You are what you are. And there's no shame. I don't know why I would even feel like I'm shaming you for calling you my fan. I think that's cool. It's silly. Um, I think it's because me, I, I like to think I march to the beat of my own drum. I'm not a fan of anyone. <laughs> even though I am. That's bullshit. I don't know if there's some, I gotta explore this deep down. I wonder if there's some like deep-seated, uh, <clears throat> some kind of a complex where I feel like fans of other things are inferior. It's always superior to be the creator than the consumer. I wonder, I wonder if that's a deep thing Algus needs to look into. Ava Gis needs to look into that maybe. Um, Ava Lila Gis. Look into that, why don't you, girl? Um, but come to think of it, by extension, every time I think about critics and people who uh, are in the comments section saying shit, I'm always like, you know, in every in every case, I am, I win. I'm superior to you because I'm the one putting myself out there, creating, contributing to the world, and your contribution in this exchange is to sit on your ass and snarl at it. So who's who's the better person, you know? But then, see, now that I just realized it extends into people who are just fans, who just love to enjoy. And those people, it's not right. Good for you to enjoy, you know? I need to have a good think. Anyways, there was a point I wanted to make in there at the beginning that, um... I'm going to uh, 
what I'm going to do when the special comes out, it'll be free for everybody. It's going to be on YouTube. YouTube. Yes, even in Russia, I think I think you will be able to watch. I'm not sure. They may uh, they may take it down because I am uh, how you say transgender. Uh, I am girly man in dress, and uh, it might be outlawed in the Russia. You may not be able to watch. You may not be able to watch, but everywhere else in the world, maybe not North Korea. Certain countries, I'm sure, are going to be less interested. <laughs> where's, where's this accent going? It's getting away from me. Um, yes, you'll see it on YouTube. Uh, <laughs> started to turn into Borat. Um, so you can watch the thing on YouTube, but I am very excited to do some sort of a stream of me giving the director's cut, me doing commentary over uh, the the final product and pausing and commenting and and talking about it as we go, giving you like the origins of the of the bits and what was going through my head at the time. It's gonna be so fun. If you are a fan of mine, if you are a fan of mine, true and blue, um, I would be excited to do something like this. And since the special will be free. I I figure um, it is perfectly reasonable for me to uh, have people pay admission to to watch me talk about the special over top of it, like on on an OnlyFans or a Patreon or something like that. I think that would be nice uh, because girls got to make a living. How can I be a professional if I just give everything away for free? Which Osama been given. I've been Osama been giving y'all for free. So that needs to change because girl, I'm gonna I'm gonna be somebody after that taping. Hard to see this not catching someone's fucking attention. God, if America doesn't just just glance. Just glance my way. Just glance. You might like what you see. Um I'm so excited. Some of the photos from the special, I actually do look pretty good. Uh, comedy bar. Comedy bar in Toronto, my beloved, my lab. It's my lab. It's my home. It's my uh, muse. It's where I go to get drunk and walk out on bills. It's where uh, they don't get mad at me for that because I always come back and I always pay. It's where... Um, Oh, it's just where I've grown up. Comedy bar. And they, they, there was, after night one, someone took a picture of me on, on their phone and posted it. And it was very nice. It was super cool. A whole bunch of them of me in my, in the middle of a bit, classic posing on a stool, climbed all up on a stool like a kitty cat. And, uh, they really liked the photo. So they did a, they got a Polaroid of it. And they got two copies, one of which they gave to me. I don't know if you can see it. It's all reflecty. There it is. Oh, look at that. Iconic. Iconic. And the lighting. Ugh. I have never looked cooler. Um... So they they uh, got two copies, one for me, and then another one, they got me to sign it and taped it up on the wall at the back of the bar over the register. They're building like a wall of fame on Comedy Bar, and I'm one of the first acts that they put on there. So uh, what an honor. What an honor. God damn, that photo is just so cool. Everything is... So you see the big smile on my face. It is a smile of uh, optimism. Uh, the things that are coming up for me. Next steps. Uh, just life in general is going to be very interesting and very cool. Um, hell yes. I mean, we're gonna have, we're all going to have to wait a while for this thing to come out. There's the whole editing process. I'm going to have to watch them both back. 
and I know I'm gonna go. I'm, I'm still, even though this was an 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 unreal fucking performance for me, I'm still gonna watch it and be like, ah, oh, I fucked that. I I could have did that better. I'm always gonna think I could have did it better. I was listening to the audios. I recorded the audios on my phone. I think I gotta do better on some of the jokes. I'm kind of surprised at how I <clears throat> didn't quite land some of the jokes. And I swear too much. That too. Swearguess. Filthy potty mouth guess. Um. Mm, so here we are at the start. Once again. And this is uh, a familiar feeling. But a much, uh, it's familiar, it's, it's distinct, it's, sim it's similar, but distinct. Every time I've done a TV taping, essentially by contract, um, those bits, I cannot do them again on Canadian television. And so I've had one, two, three, four. Four stand-up tapings in the past three years? It's a lot of material. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of material just to give up. <clears throat> it's almost 40 minutes. Um, and and I can still I'm still allowed to use it for this because it's going on YouTube. It's not monetizing, I don't think. Uh but uh, where was I going with this? Oh, yeah. So every time I've done one of those tapings, afterwards, it was this sense of, well, there it goes. I just burned it. I plugged in the fan and I didn't even turn it on. I, 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 would, do, I would do those sets and be very, feel very proud. And then I would come away thinking, uh, well, shit, here I go again. Starting from scratch. And so that was definitely a nervous experience, absolutely. So I'm feeling it all over again, but on a grander level. I'm relieved, though. I, it's not intimidating. It's I'm optimistic, and I'm looking forward to it. I don't know what the next phase of my career is going to look like at all. I don't know what the material is going to look like, because this set, essentially is a one-woman story. It's it's all about transition. It's all about early phase of transition, two years in, coming out. So it is, it is a microcosm. It is a beautiful summation of an episode uh, in my life. Not an episode, like a... Not, I, don't, I don't even want to call it... It's obviously not a phase. But I mean a chapter, a chapter. This is... Basically, my tribute to uh, a very particular, unique chapter in my life. And so, of course, the um, <clears throat> the naysaying artist in me is worried that since I've gotten so used to speaking so anecdotally, and um, of course, since I speak anecdotally, I talk a lot about the trans experience because it's been at the forefront of uh, my life for the past three years. These are four or five years. These are massive fucking changes. And so naturally, the material, uh, I don't want to say it tends to write itself, but like, it's rich. It's, it's a rich resource from which to draw comedy because... This is life. I'm going through a very profound experience. So for people to be like, yeah, she talks about the trans thing too much. It's like, yeah, of course I do. This is massive. There is so much to say about it. Um, however, uh, there is the... Uh, there is the artist in me that uh, worries that I am not capable of doing anything else. Which... I know isn't true because I can do crowd work like nobody's business and uh, and I think of funny things and say funny things all the time that aren't trans related. So, however, it's just been, 
It's been the key to my success. I won't lie about that. Um, it's opened certain uh, it's opened certain creative pathways for me in my mind. Definitely. It's, it's inspired me. That's the word I'm looking That's the best way to put it. It's been an inspiration. And so, you know, as an artist, you're always worried that inspiration is a finite resource and that eventually you will find yourself without it. You'll realize, you'll, you'll go back to the mind and not see any of it at all. It's just going to bottom out on you. But it hasn't yet. I've been doing this for 17 years. I know how to make people laugh. I'm in my prime. So uh, bring it on. Ain't nothing stopping me. I can, I can make funny. I can do funny. So yeah, that's all that's going in my head. A little bit of nerves. But optimism yeah i think it's exciting being on the precipice and and being like well where where do i go from here i don't have a plan and i think that's kind of cool i just want to see where where things take me like they always have just react i'm a very reactive person not proactive reactive which has its fair share of of setbacks but it also makes me very adaptable it makes me um, very flexible. It makes me sharp. You know? Anyways. So excited for you guys to see it. So pumped. Um, and so pumped to get back to doing shows. <laughs> I'm in Montreal this Thursday. And, um, I wish I could have more time. No, I'll, I'm excited to perform in Montreal. Yes, of course I am. Of course I am. I'll do some of, uh, I'll do, I mean, the material isn't burned yet. I still have a good grace period where I can still do it. And I enjoy it. So fuck you. It's great. I enjoy it. I don't have to stop. It's not like the people in Montreal have seen it. This stuff will forever be in my repertoire. Uh... You know, but I'm always going to evolve. And, and you know, knowing my memory, I'm going to forget probably a full hour out of that hour 20 by next week. <laughs> it, it'll be gone. I won't even have to technically retire a joke. It'll just crap out of my memory into the void. It will, ju it will just enter the, the black hole that is my Alzheimer brain. And then I'm going to have to write a new hour out of necessity. That's just the way I am. Just an agent of chaos. Just ever present. Purely in the moment. No future, no past. That's me. That's me. Um, what else can I say about that? Fuck. <clears throat> God, it made me so grateful. I get so much help from so many people, so much grace, so much kindness, so much support. I'm lucky. I love it. I, I'm lucky and I recognize that and I'm, uh, I'm really grateful. I met Robin, Robin Shakedown of the Robin Shakedown Band. Uh, sh look, check it out. I'm not a parasocial gal. I feel like maybe some of you out there have even messaged me on social media and trying to connect and be besties, and sometimes I, maybe, give you the wrong idea by responding politely and saying, hey, thanks, when you say a nice thing about me in my DMs, and you and I say, hey, thanks. Or, uh, you know, I respond to some response to my stories, or whatever. Sometimes I think maybe my response is taken as a gesture of friendship. And, um... That's why I feel I'm all, I just, I'm, I don't have time for parasocial relationships, you know, the way some people like never meet somebody, but think that they're besties. A lot of parasocial relationships are one way that way. So I'm always cautious. I'm cautious. But let me tell you, Robin and I uh, hit it off right from the start. 
just a mutual adoration, love, and respect for each other's art. And uh, very similar comedic sensibilities, similar history, similar um, phase in both of our lives. And just, and like mutual admiration for a, for a number of things. Seeing qualities in each other that we ourselves both uh, recognize in ourselves and, and uh, wish for ourselves. There are a lot of qualities that Raman has that I wish I had. She's just so cool. And her voice. Her voice is amazing. Her voice is the cutest goddamn thing. That's uh, that's the one thing. When this comes out, whenever I do stand up, my voice just conks out, and then it's like, eh, eh. I don't know. I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm practicing. I feel like I've plateaued, but I'm not sure. I'm trying. <laughs> eh, I'm trying. Here I go, trying again. If you believe in yourself, then you can ride a bike. Um, but anyways. I want... Oh, the new season of 22 Minutes has begun. And I wasn't invited. I mean, good for them. They're all great. Uh, what, 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 uh, Robin. Anyways, Robin is, uh, the exception to my parasocial relationship, um, um, policy. No parasocial relationships, except, uh, she and I became good friends and she came and she surprised me. She surprised me here. She lives in Atlanta. She lives in America. She glanced. Nobody in America ever glances. She glanced. Not only did she glance, but she struck up a conversation. I don't know who, who, who struck up the first exchange. I was wondering about that. I think it was me, which is rare. <laughs> but you know, it's not so rare. Every once in a while I message an artist that I think is super cool and I go, hey, uh, just wanted you to know, I think you're rad. You're an inspiration and you're cool and I love what and I dig what you do. Rock on. And then if they respond, I say thanks. And that's, uh, you know, but we became friends and she visited and she put up a hoodie and she did a surprise. I didn't know. She came to a show in a hoodie and I saw her face and I was like, there was, it's so weird. Part of my brain knew it was her, but the other part was like, there's no way. I don't want to be. I don't want to be rude. I don't want to be weird and go up to her if it's not her and be like, Robin, and then have this person be like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Even though she kept looking my way and we kept making eye contact and I was like, that's for sure her. And she was being conspicuous as fuck with her big hood. And I was like, I'm just lurking around. And then she went to the bar and took off the hood and there it was. And let me tell you real quick, you guys, if you've seen a video of a soldier of war. Uh, <laughs> if you've seen a video of a soldier coming home, good thing I said home. That was a long pause after coming. If you've seen a soldier come home, um, it's, uh, Sorry, I just, I was, I got caught up thinking about soldier come. Soldier come up in it all, watch me crank it, watch me roll, Superman at home, watch me, you soldier boy. Okay, I'm going to talk, I'm going to laugh, I'm going to make fun of soldier boy in a bit. <laughs> but, 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 damn, I, I, I make fun of rappers a lot, don't I? Um, <clears throat> Old Whitey. What is what is the audacity of Whitey over here making fun of rapists? Um, if you've ever seen a video of a soldier coming home and their dog uh, is there and their dog greets them, but if it's been a long time, like either the dog or like a soldier one or one where like uh, some guy lost, some person lost their dog and then their dog was discovered a year later or two or whatever. And, uh, so the, if you ever see that video where, where dogs go up and they smell and they're like, kind of like 
they they approach cautiously and they take a little sniffle they go and they sniffle was i don't even is it is it and then they just they lose their shit that was me with robin when she took off her hood i i went no i said that i said no no way and then i and then i got up from my spot at the opposite end of the bar and i came over and i was even hunched over like this and i and i approached like this i said no no way no way no way and i got closer and closer like that until i was right up in her face like this no way and then it was her and i lost my shit so I'll make one exception to the parasocial rule because it stopped being para and became social. It stopped being parasocial, it became social. And then we socialized and socialized. So now, and now we're friends, but we were always friends. And that taught me a lesson about parasocial relationships. So maybe I should open up my heart and open up my DMs, but not too much. Because I don't have, there's enough hours in the day, okay? And I want to play video games. I miss video games. I do. I spend so much time, I was working so hard, promoting, stressing. And now I just want to sit on my tooth. Can I just have a couple days to sit on my tukus, to sit on my tuk, and to play video games? So that's what I've been doing the past few days. But, um, you know, the stress in the back of my mind, my e email inbox is has like 200 messages now. God, you let that go for a day and it's out of control. Um, hey, buy a shirt from my merchandise, merchmonkey.com. Please help support me because like I said, I give too much stuff away for free. And uh, I got it's I got to start making some money, <laughs> especially if I want to um, hire a lawyer to get an American work visa going so that I can circumvent waiting for America to glance at me and just get right up in its face like I did with Robin, like a dog gets in the face of a soldier who comes. Just like, hey, hey, no way. No way. No way. You know what I'm talking about? I don't think my eyeliner is symmetrical, but who cares? Boy, my eyes look nice, though, when I go like this. Don't they? My hair is out of control. I don't know how to do cute buns. Maybe that's what I should, while I'm chilling at home, just playing video games and doing nothing. There, that's good. That's cute. Maybe while I'm at home doing nothing, I'm just going to work on mastering my buns. I don't, I'm, I'm such, I'm so shit at hair. I don't know what to do with this thing. That's why I would just wear it down like this. I should be practicing. That's why it's just a lack of practice. I'm practicing my voice, but not my hair. Look at this tuft. Look at how long that tuft is. That's, that's from, that's a hairline procedure tuft. From uh, mid-October of last year. It's almost been a year. Look at that tuft. Um, You guys, I can't stop thinking about video games. <laughs> uh, tonight I kind of want to watch the new Matrix movie. It's not new anymore. It's pretty old and everybody said it sucked. But I still never got to, I still haven't seen it. And I saw it was on Netflix. And it's on my list. And I got to watch it. But in my mind, you know, hey, tell me this, you guys. Do you guys watch movies anymore? Unless it's in the movie theater. I feel like I don't watch movies anymore. Ever. I don't watch movies anymore. I watch documentaries and, and YouTube. That's pretty much it. I watch documentaries and YouTube. But movies are a hard commitment. Especially when, you know, on nights like tonight, all I want to do is play video games. I just want to play video games, you guys. That's all I want to do.
I just want to play video games. <laughs> if given a choice between a movie and video games, I would take video games all the time. So that's why I never watch movies. That's why my list uh, on Netflix keeps ever growing. And then I look at my list. I, I Every once in a while, I come back to my lists on Amazon, on all the apps. Amazon Prime and Disney Plus and Netflix. Oh! Whoops. Sorry about that. I, by accident, hit spacebar and it stopped recording. Did it happen? No, okay. The audio is still maintained. Whoops. Sorry about that. There was, but you didn't miss anything. Robin may, Robin laughed at how cute it was, how I said about. The mouse ran into the house and everyone was in a fuss all about the mouse. You gotta get the mouse out of the house, you know what I'm saying? What's that all about? I can kind of hear it. It is very closed mouth. That's what I always thought. Americans go, ah, about, ah. You gotta open your mouth about, about. I went, there's a mouse in the house. And what's that all about? About, about. There's a mouse in the house. Except for us. See, everyone makes fun of us. They say we say a boot. And that's obviously an exaggeration. But we do do closed mouth. It's closed mouth. About, 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 about. What's this all about? Check it out. Check it out. There's a mouse in my house. I wonder what that's all about. I named him Prince. Real ones? No, you've been here. Hello? Bring, bring. Mouse phone. <laughs> Hello? Am, am I calling on your work phone or your house phone? Neither. This is my mouse phone. Now introducing the mouse phone. It'll, and, and it's cheap too. It'll leave a rodent in your phone bills. <laughs> uh, bring, bring. What a stupid, that was a good pun. It wasn't, that wasn't so bad for somebody who just thought of it on the spot, you know? This is what you listened for. God, now that I've restarted, I don't even know how long I've been doing. Okay. Um, I've been watching the Toronto Maple Leafs documentary. Moving on. I can't wait to see, for you guys to see the special, that's all. I want to see Neil from The Matrix, though. I want to see The Matrix, uh... The Matrix thing. The last movie. Retributions or whatever. Revelations? Revelations? Um. I wonder what Neil from The Matrix is doing. But I've been watching. Uh, see, if I'm making food, I can't. you can't put on a movie. But instead, I'll watch three hours of documentaries. It never makes sense. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> sorry, that's gross. Um, sorry, 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 sorry. That's another Canadianism. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Um, see, my hair looks good down. I'm just gonna leave this all the time. What's the point in a bun? Except that my facial shape is okay. I don't even know you guys. I don't know. We all have such warped views of ourselves. And I have to stare at it this whole goddamn time while I'm recording, too. You have no idea how hard it is to stay focused while I'm looking at my face making all kinds of faces. Huh. Uh. So instead of watching Neil from The Matrix, I've been watching the Toronto Maple Leafs uh, All or Nothing documentary on Amazon Prime. Because, as a Torontonian, and as a, I don't know if I'm allowed to call myself a Leafs fan. I used to be. And then it just sort of faded over the years. But if they won a Stanley Cup, you bet your ass I'd be jumping on that bandwagon. And if you know Algus long enough, if you know Ava gets long enough, you know how I feel about bandwagons. Bandwagons are totally a-okay. In fact, they make perfect sense. In fact, 
bandwagoning is the way to go. Because you're not cheering for a shit team, you're cheering for a winning team. And that just makes sense, you know? Maybe that's the new material. I'm just going to go into Podgus and dig up old shit. I do so much material on Podgus that's funny. That isn't even trans related. That my friends will be like, that was good. You should turn that into a bit. And I go, no, it doesn't have legs. That's partially why I only write trans material. Because it's easier to have faith in it. Than just random shit. About bandwagons and stuff. And about the last guy to make it to heaven before Jesus opened the gates with his key. That's funny too, though. All this stuff is good. Um, look at that arm. Urgh, beefcake. Uh, oh yeah, Toronto Maple Leafs. Hockey culture is funny. Hockey culture is so funny. It's particularly Canadian. It's very Canadian. But also, you know, maybe not. Maybe it's just hockey culture is its own thing. But the way these guys talk, they have their own vernacular. There's so much slang for everything. I had to start writing some of it down because it's so entertaining just listening to them talk and have nicknames for each other. Like, okay, check it out. It's a, it's a completely different language. So the goalie in this particular uh, scene the goalie's name is Hutchinson. That was his last name. And uh, and he's the goalie. And the coach said, Hutch is kicking white. He said, Hutch is kicking white tonight. And uh, translation, Hutch is in net. Hutchinson, the goaltender, is in net tonight. Um, which I don't, I don't understand kicking white. I kind of think I know what that means. Because at the beginning of the, before the game starts, the goalies always do this thing to, I think it's to like shave the ice in their crease to give it more traction so that they can like, with agility, they can plant and move across the net with their skates. So they like, they do this, they go across, across the crease. You know what I mean? They just kick the ice out. So I, that's my... Theory for Hutch's kicking white. That's what I think that means. That's my educated guess. It's so interesting. But they also say uh, Hutch is in the pipes, which obviously means like the pipes, the goal, the goalposts. Um, uh, at one point, the coach said, uh, "Great game, great game, boys. Now let's get on that bird," which means I think they were playing a game away, and I think that meant all right. Pack it up. Let's get on the flight home. All right, boys. Great game. Let's get on that bird. <laughs> and then, oh, man, their nicknames for each other are so basic and, and a bit contrived, but like still no less wonderful. They're called. There's one player whose last name was Campbell and his nickname is Soupy because of Campbell Soup. They call him Soupy. And even, and at one point, I I think that's what, I think this is what the guy meant when he said this. But Soupy himself was like, yeah, you know, he shrugged it off. He was like, yeah, you know, uh, that's what everybody with the last name Campbell, that that's always their nickname. So he, he implied that across the hockey verse, if your last name is Campbell, Everyone must call you Soupy. It's a law. That's crazy. God, I, I, I realized pretty late that I wanted to start writing these down. So those are, those are the only four that I have. But oh my God, they just, they have such a way of, of speaking that I think is so entertaining that I've watched those all or nothing documentaries for God, my nose is getting stuffy. For uh, Arsenal, Tottenham, and now for um, now for these guys, now for the Toronto Maple Leafs. And it's near and dear to my heart. It's Toronto. So I love all the footage and the Leafs culture. You know, this is my team, even though I don't follow them so closely. 
I just wish they filmed this during a COVID year. So they didn't. So like the fans as a part of the narrative really didn't enter in at all. And I feel like it just lost a significant amount of hype, especially after I've watched the Arsenal and the Tottenham all or all or nothings where they talk about the fans and they talk about the atmosphere on the day and like home versus away and the advantages of having your fans there. Cause like, I don't know. They really haven't spoken about the fans at all so far. I'm two or three episodes in, which is bullshit because what Toronto has the biggest fan base in the NHL. If not, maybe the second next to Montreal. But Toronto's got the biggest. It's got to be Toronto. I'm so confident it's Toronto. Biggest fan base in NHL. Got to be Toronto. What? Oh. Rating, ranking of NHL team's popularity. It says Blackhawks. Blackhawks at the top, then Bruins, then Penguins, then Wings. You sure about that? You sure about that? You sure about that? What? This page was last updated on September 3rd of this month. Of 2023. Oh, this is number of online fans? Wait a minute. What is, what, how are you measuring? Rather unsurprising results? Then what the, what the hell was I thinking? Why am I surprised? Their popularity differs enormously and can be broadly attributed to three factors, legacy, success, and geography. Um, yeah, Southern teams don't have a lot of fans because hockey isn't popular down there. Yeah, the least popular teams are the ones that... (laughs) The least popular teams are the ones that are in the Sun Belt of the Southern U.S. states. But then they say the Carolina Panthers and the Arizona Coyotes are prime examples. Carolina Panthers are an NFL team, you dork ass. Who wrote this? I call bullshit on all of this. Who wrote this nonsense? Ottawa Senators at number 26. Flames at 25. Jets at 24. This is... I I don't know. I don't know about that still. It says Leafs are at 7th. I don't know about that still. 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 Number of fans online. 1.3 million. That's, I don't know about that still. I don't know about that pastel. I don't know about that still. I don't know about that still. Why did, why did they say the Carolina Panthers and then the Florida Panthers over there? Am I losing my mind? There's no Carolina Panthers team on the, in the in fucking hockey. Carolina Hurricanes. That was their mistake. I'm sure that's what they meant. Um. Okay, well... By what metric? Because over here, a different search, the drop-down search over here says the Maple Leafs. Oh, it says in Canada. (gasps) The Toronto Maple Leafs are the most popular Canadian NHL team in Canada, followed by the Oilers. The Oilers and the storied Montreal Canadiens are the third most. What? Montreal has the loudest NHL fan base. Where do most NHL fans live? Boston? I guess, is America that much bigger than Canada that... What the hell? When it comes to which NHL team has more supporters among Canadians, the survey found that 24% of Canadians selected the Maple Leaf. I don't... I don't know what to believe anymore. I don't know what to believe anymore. What? 
Well, see, is the NHL losing popularity? It's seen a decline in viewership in recent years. Oh, no. It may be the, a lack of a national broadcast deal in America. Fifty-seven players on NHL opening night rosters come from the greater Toronto area, the GTA. Almost two and a half times as many as any other place. We make a lot of hockey players here. I mean, that doesn't come as a surprise. But the fan thing, I can't believe. I can't even believe. I am agog. I am perplexed. I am befuddled. I am bemused. See, it said that over there, it said the Toronto Maple Leafs have the biggest fan base in Canada. And meanwhile, the, the other ranking that said the Blackhawks are number one, it says the Canadians are fifth and the Leafs are seven. And then it's Canucks at ninth. And then it's Edmonton Oilers at 17th. Who is counting? Who is doing the counting here? I'm, that's it. I'm done reading this. Anyways, I'm going to go fucking grab Bonesy. We're going to go have a brew. Uh, Bonesy and I are going to go have a brew. We're going to go out for a rip. Uh, gotta keep your sticks on the ice. Fucking, uh, I'm a bit cheesed though, bud. Cause, uh, fucking, uh, fucking, uh, uh, Stoozy. Uh, they all have all their nicknames are kind of like boring and the same. All fucking Stoozy, uh, couldn't make it out, eh? Cause fucking girls all up in his ear, eh? Fucking Stoozy. Stoozy's, Stoozy's girl got him by the balls, eh? Uh, so don't be like Stoozy. I'm gonna wrap it up soon. Don't be like Stoozy and, um, and, uh, check out my, uh, special when it comes out. I already know what it's gonna be called. I'm gonna start playing some of these things a little closer to the chest for anticipation purposes. If you are not a hockey fan, by the way, I'm really sorry about that last deviation. Uh, that kind of drove me nuts. I, uh, I just learned a lot about some stuff that I'm not very particularly pleased that I know now. I don't like what I just learned. I'll be honest. I wish I could unlearn it all. I just wish it was different. <laughs> but anyways. Yeah, hockey. Americans call it hockey. Hockey. Robin called it hockey. I heard her say hockey. And I don't think she meant to. Hockey. Hockey. It's it's hockey, Robin. <laughs> um, one more thing before I go. Let me leave you with this thought. A conspiracy, perhaps? I don't know. No, it doesn't count. But that's fine. I'm calling it. Oh, you guys, a conspiracy incoming. Conspiracy time. Here we go. Um, I late, late night come home. I was watching last night a little bit of Simpsons as well. Um, my smart TV recommended a Simpsons episode. And I said, that's, hell yeah, that's why they call you a smart TV. That was the smartest recommendation. Well done. I was so happy about that. And I just, I just went in on it. Whatever episode it suggested, I was like, let's do it. It picked a great one, a doozy. A uh, great Simpsons episode about Krusty the Clown getting replaced by Gabbo, 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 Gabbo. <laughs> uh, God, the Simpsons uh, was so great. Was I haven't seen it in a while, but I'm not one of those people who's like, oh, it sucks now because it's still on the air. Somebody's enjoying it. Somebody's enjoying it. Maybe Blackhawk fans. Maybe the Simpsons fandom is as big as the Blackhawk fandom that I didn't know about. That's the best of ever, and it is what it is. Um, but here's a Simpsons conspiracy theory for you. Slash, what the hell is even going on here? Um, in the Simpsons intro, okay? This is something I always wondered. Always. This is something I always wondered, but I never brought it up. In the beginning... When, in the intro, when it spotlights every member of the family individually, they all have a little bit of screen time, 
Uh, Lisa, Lisa Simpson, of course, if you didn't know who I was talking about. Um, she, she's playing in her school band. She's playing saxophone. And then at one point she rips a solo that the teacher is not pleased about. And the teacher taps on his, or the orchestrator slash teacher taps his, um, Tuning fork? What, what even? What's the stick called? It's not a baton, is it? Ugh, let's... I can't not know this piece of trivia. I must know this piece of trivia. Orchestrators. Or conductor, that's the name. Conductors. Oh, shit. This is why I know. Orchestra. Conductor. Stick. <laughs> That's one of the top views. Baton. It is a baton. Oh, it is called a baton. Wow. Good guess, guess. Anyways, so Lisa Simpson starts ripping a solo, and the, uh, the, what was the word I just looked up? Composer? The orchestrator? How am I just blanking on a word I knew <laughs> five seconds ago? Conductor. Jesus Christ, Al. Ugh. This must be so frustrating for you guys. <laughs> so the conductor uh, starts getting upset and he's, he's trying to interrupt her, but she's going off. And then he sends her outside. He points outside and then she like, she kicks open the doors and, and runs outside. Now. This is my thing. Um, isn't Lisa very much uh, compliant with authority? Isn't that her whole shtick is that she like brown noses teachers and she's a goody two shoes and she she's not at all rebellious, doesn't step out of line. So I always thought always from the very beginning that Lisa's behavior in the opening in the intro to the Simpsons theme song is so out of character for her. Am I wrong? Please. I want you guys engaging with this little bit here. I should have opened with it because God knows how many of you stuck around through the Maple Leafs Blackhawks research that I did. Because, you know, I know a lot of you aren't hockey fans. I'm willing to bet a lot of you aren't hockey fans. <laughs> <laughs> if, if we were to draw a Venn diagram of <coughs> hockey fans and Alval fans and and whence they meet in the middle, it would probably be uh the crossover would probably be one person and that would be my dad. Which is cute though, huh? Isn't that cute? Um anyways. Tell me in the comments of wherever, in the comments below of YouTube. Fucking do it there. I can't even believe I didn't even think of that. Or, um, yeah, do it in the comments. Let's get the comments going, how about? Let's get, let's get the fucking comments going, eh? Um, <clears throat> yeah. Uh, so that's, that's it, that's it. You guys let me know if, if I'm right about this. Every time I see Lisa disobey the teacher and skip class in his face, I'm like, this is not Lisa Simpson. This is an imposter. Is this the original Lisa Simpson that got replaced by the, the goody two-shoes know-it-all that we've all come to know and love? Who is the OG Lisa Simpson? Okay, anyways. Um, time to get on the bird. All right, let's get on that bird, boys. Let's fucking go, eh? Um, thank you for listening. So the special will be out when it comes out. I have no idea when, but I'm in I'm in chill mode. I'm chillaxing. I'm in uh, sit on my tooth, USA population me for the next little bit, and then it's back to work once more. Um. Not that I don't like it. I love what I do and I love doing stand-up. And God, that those two nights were just a blissful... It wasn't even a blur. I was so present throughout. I enjoyed every 
minute, every second, and I soaked it up, and I and I lived so presently. I didn't let a single feeling go to waste, and I'm so proud of myself, and I really can't wait for you guys to see it. I cannot wait. It's going to be um, something else. I'm counting on it being very good for me and very impressive. I think it is an impressive body of work. I think it's clever. It's unique. It's spontaneous. It's fun. It's charming. It's endearing. It's it's heart-wrenching at times. It's vulnerable. It is a lot of things. And uh, the combination of which... Uh, the combination of which these... It is a lot of things, the combination of which makes it transcendent and truly special. So I hope you, uh, of course, I hope you watch it and I hope you enjoy it when it comes out. God knows I'm going to be bragging like crazy. And then we'll see you at the commentary uh, post whenever I do that. The live stream or the video of me doing commentary over the video. I would love to, I would love to stream it. So maybe I can't financially do anything about that. We'll see. I'll look into it. Pay to tune in to hear me do commentary from the comfort of your home. I don't know. Charge you like two two bucks? Come on. Would you do that for two bucks? You'd watch for two bucks. You wouldn't have to leave the house. You wouldn't have to leave the house. It would be a Monday night, a cool Monday, an easy breezy Monday night. We'll figure it out. Okay. Um, all right, boys, let's get on the bird. Uh, thank you for listening to podcasts. Thank you for being a fan. Thank you for being a friend. Um, I'm excited for the possibilities that lay before me. For us and you too, you're along for the ride. You've been here since the beginning. These are the humble beginnings that you're a part of. And I hope you realize that. I'm still a nobody, uh, but I will be a somebody. And you are here for the um, the bubbling, uh, you, the fuse is lit, and you are standing with me here, watching the fuse, uh, fuse down before my big explosion. You are here witnessing the fuse burning, uh, and and the anticipation is killing me. I hope it's killing you too. I didn't mean that that way. That sounded weird. Um, sorry about that invoking killing you. I didn't mean it. Literally. I meant it. F oh, jeez. Um, anyways. Okay, thanks. Fuck. Podge this is Podgus. Thanks. Bye.